Support for the Albert Kesser Media Everything is brought to you by Manscaped. This means we'll hear from them at some point during the episode. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the Elden Ring podcast, episode 16. I am joined by my esteemed uh, fellow tarnished here, uh, Gobbly. Uh, is that cool if I just call you Gobbly Print? Yeah, Gobbly Print's fine. Thanks. I really like that. Um, obviously, an allusion to goblins and printing, as in, like, because you create prints and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's that works that way as well, yeah. I was, okay. I was actually going with prints, but it's fine. Oh, Goblin Prints. Goblin Prince was taken, so I, I just shortened it up. Okay, well, it, it kind of works for you. It's a um, very distinct moniker. And um, <laughs> I would have to ask, obviously, because we've brought up Labyrinth here probably more times than <laughs> on any other, I guess, Miyazaki-related show, maybe maybe short of, um, uh, uh, you know, Bonfireside Chat, because they did a whole other a whole separate off-season episode dedicated to it. But is that anything connected to maybe the Goblin King, Goblin Prince, Goblin King, a bit of that? I mean, I, of course I've seen Labyrinth, but uh, no, I can't say it was in my mind. It was actually coming okay. from uh, a character I was developing early on, like many years ago, and that's kind of what I was uh, basing it off of. Okay. This Goblin in- Prince character is what I was going with. but Like sort of a um, Geraltian protagonist that you can just sort of take them anywhere throughout all these kinds of different sort of uh, settings because i'm already it didn't it didn't it didn't develop too far so i don't okay. know yeah right. it, it changed around a lot but that's still cool. there my... still there in the recesses of my mind yeah yeah man i mean again i'm glad that it's not fully like completely in hibernation we have um the zelda podcast we also do with uh, my co-host there is abby mm-hmm. and she's just known as abby toads and toads refers to like she does toadstools and mushrooms and like she did a whole series on like the kokiri um so i'll maybe link you to her or something uh, that's one thing i i quite like about the um it's like for a while the the ocean like the algorithm was a really like choppy ocean for me but i've mm. been algorithm surfing a bunch like mm-hmm. I know how to, and between the outlets and stuff, like you actually meet really kindred people and like, you're the like most kindred yet. Like with, I mean, I'm sorry, but folks, if you haven't already jumped into his links, right. Or, you know, are aware from having followed, from having followed the uh, Instagram. So um, it's my estimation. I also don't want to speak for what you were going for, but when I did the sort of um, sort of heads up post to the community, this, uh, truly like bridging the bridging that that gulf uh between the miyazakis like like hayao and hirataka like that's something that just intuitively felt intuitively felt right for me to to describe you as um is that has that was that sort of i know there's a bit of amano in there yoshitaka but um was that something maybe you were consciously going for or unconsciously uh yes unconsciously i would say well Consciously, of course, like all three of those guys that you mentioned, Amano, mm-hmm. both Miyazaki's. I mean, you know, Miyazaki's not the concept artist, as far as I know. But no, no, of course not. Yeah, but I mean, 
the idea of his worlds that he's been creating has mm-hmm. obviously been a huge influence on the uh, atmospheres that I would like to portray sometimes. And uh, of course, Miyazaki's style is, Hayao Miyazaki's actual art style has been a huge influence on me. I was, a, you know, I was a big Mononoke fan and things like that. And of course, Amano. But yeah, I, I'm always, I'm always a little surprised when people say, "Oh, this is so Amano," or "This is so Miyazaki," mm-hmm. or something like that. Because that's, that's when it's not aware to me. Actually, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll put it out there, and and when people see things like Amano, of course, it makes me feel like, "Oh, well, he's definitely influenced." So I'm glad I'm, you know, evoking that. But I had no idea that that was coming across. Actually, oh, so. Yeah, I, um, it makes sense to me that maybe you feel that way. I seem to get that a lot, but um, yeah. Well, but basically, uh, I think it's a sort of rudimentary kind of primal thing we do. Before we invented language, we would just have this sort of, this looks like that. We would sort of cobble together. This looks, and and we sort of do that as artists as well. Like mine, with the patterns and stuff that I do, it's... um you're looking at a mixture of like um, your morphogenesis, which is this uh, symbol creating or rather pattern creating. Um, it's actually in physics. It's like a, it's like the name for how patterns are created. Like that's, so there's and like cell structure and, and all that. So it's a bit more abstract, but then if I'm really like true to kind of the earliest reasons of like why I even started scribbling in that way, it's like, well, legacy of Kane symbols, you know, Oddworld um, cave art and Darth Maul's tattoos, you know, like we're all, we're all these kind of Venn diagrams of all of this. And, and a lot of it can definitely happen subconsciously. And I wouldn't be surprised because I will, I will say it's a reference point. It's like people talking about like the Zodiac is like, Oh, Scorpio, you know, Capricorn or whatever. It's like, okay, whether you believe in it or not, it's like a, it is a platform upon which to start discussing something and yeah. everything has come from something else in the past. And um, first of all, like, it, like when it hit me, it didn't was like it didn't immediately come to me about like that sort of fusion of the Miyazaki's. It just it was very striking. Uh, it, re- it actually had more of like a Froudy, like Brian Froud kind of palette. Like I just love the colors, like that particular palette that you use, very grounded. Like you could come across it in like some grimoire, you know, in like yeah, you know, some medieval cottage or something. Um, and then that notion of like, okay, well, um, if I was to sort of quickly describe your work, it's like, okay, well, it's idiosyncratic. It has that sort of quality of definitely being something that in the world of Elden Ring, you could see a character open up a book and see some of that level of like that, like that's your art. Like it very much evokes someone like an, an inhabitant of the lands between like chronicling. And this is the point where I basically low-key commission you to develop <laughs> a grimoire you know that just get in touch with two yeah. fair weather we'll, we'll get varty i'm i can i can play my aussie card i'll, I'll call up varty okay. i'll get him to to to, il, to 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 narrate the the you know the lands between according to gobbly print you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah that would be that'd be amazing yeah um yeah that's yeah i think uh when i'm uh i don't know the way that that kind of subdued i'm always trying to go well i have a few different styles i feel like i don't know maybe people see it as the same but i always feel like okay today i'm i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna generate in this style today but with those specific elden ring pieces i did i i felt uh yeah i'm always i tried to you know match kind of the feel of the world and then 
you know, I, I do like the kind of imp imperfect nature of them, you know, that, that kind of thing is like, yeah. I want it to look old or yeah. something like that. And I want to maybe ask as, as sort of, as we sort of Tarzan our way through, you know, the, the omnidirectional places we can go conversationally, but um uh, I mean, I spoke about Brian Froud and I spoke about, I mean, also Alan Lee as well. Um, there's a softness to that sort of draftsmanship. There's a kind of, um, was it, I, I, I don't want to assume, but, you know, you have those Lord of the Ring, those Tolkien draftsmen there. And then you have, yeah, some of the Japanese influences. But I, a lot of some of the ones that you've, I've seen recently from you evoke that Amano kind of quality. And again, Amano is also not too he's not too precious with like getting things within lines. It's like, is there something in particular you quite, cause some people are just OCD. They need things to fit in the lines. What's, what sort of speaks to you from that kind of more naturalistic and, and, and looser style. Um, yeah. I just love the, yeah. I, I, I love, I love, um, yeah. Artists like Amano and stuff like that, because they, just like you said, they're, they are, uh, it just feels way more natural the way they put it down. It's just like yeah. something is, uh, it just comes out, you know, and that I know it's not really that way. Cause I, I do, I do illustration. So I know it <laughs> yeah. doesn't just come out, but no, I know every time, but you know, um, I mean, sometimes it does, but mm -hmm. that's how you know what kind of level these guys are at in mm -hmm. my opinion, you know, it's just the, ability to be nonchalant about mm -hmm. you know how good they are even though you know obviously it took them many years to even get to that but mm. speaking um, speaking of all i was going to say is speaking of many years um so I, i'm assuming you've you've been sort of creating your art for for maybe a, a couple of decades or something or uh well i think i got serious about it probably uh five or six years ago mm. yeah so i was always i always had some sort of skill with it mm -hmm. um but i had probably put it off through my early 20s for far too long too long okay. really. yeah. and uh i was like well you know these these ideas aren't just going to happen so mm -hmm. i should probably get a little bit serious and so i started drawing every day and i haven't stopped since that's really good yeah. man yeah, i dig it um and uh i suppose with you being in japan i mean i grew up a lot of people tuning in now listening um definitely grew up with with uh, so many artists who are just like basically low-key close by like who are japanese um you know amano akiko yoshida isamu kamikurio who i really love and who never gets as much attention as like the the big the big guys um we can you're probably i'm probably going to bring you on for the um the final fantasy podcast when 16 comes around because sure. i i dare say there'll be quite a few um you know designs from that um but but being that you are in that place um has there ever been any opportunities not that i mean some people value it some people maybe don't necessarily seek it out but they'd be open to it if it happened like make a meet and greet with amano does he just do those sort of things or galleries have you been to an amano gallery like it, it's just more accessible for you there i suppose I, there's only one i can recall um, I mean, I've seen like Amano's work, like just kind of plastered on some walls, like in some event space, mm -hmm. like not as a gallery, but like you're walking through a tunnel and here's a, here's a Mono's like big, uh, display, but, mm -hmm. uh, I can only remember one time he had a show probably like, I think it was back in August or something. Actually, I, uh, to be honest, I don't, I'm not so 
uh, in touch with mm-hmm. like that kind of world. Yeah. Uh, but I did see that Amano was doing that, and I did want to go to that. However, I was in Okinawa at the time. That's so, cool, man. First of all, I mean, I think I speak. I'm. A, I'll just be an avatar right now, a conduit for just. I think a good eighty percent of the audience, including myself, is very envious that you live in Japan. Um, <laughs> I I only learned the language up until I would say probably get by, survive. You know, uh, levels of um, pronunciation because I I come from Italian background, so it's like doko kara kimashita ka, like where are you from, like you know, like all these basic kind of. Um, but yeah, like uh, so so many w- w- would love that, and uh, but um, I suppose uh, I have another couple of pals who who uh, Kyle Card who he actually played the guy who. It's a bit unceremonious. He's a very talented actor, but he he does this Japanese series called The Benza, which is like the toilet the toilet seat. It's like this surreal adventure of these two people trying to like buy a toilet seat in, in like Tokyo, but they keep getting like attacked by aliens and whatever. But um, yeah, he's actually been on the on on the Elden Ring podcast before. He's a Canadian over there, mm. um, so I suppose it's that sort of stereotypical question like how 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 is it for you? Um, you know, um, living in Japan. Um. It could be tough. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not a world that's set up for foreigners, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and, you know, my Japanese skill is not, I wouldn't say that I'm fluent, but uh, it's its enough to survive. You know, I can open a bank account, things like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I do love living here. I, I don't have any plans to leave. Um, nice. It is... Uh, you know, I prior to Tokyo, I lived in New York City for 10 years. And just the kind of differences between these two places is like Tokyo is just like everything New York has, but it's clean, safe and peaceful. So <laughs> clean. So, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, but really, it's the food, too, man. Every time I have particular food here, which it, whether it's yakiniku or tonkatsu or something like this i i every time i take a bite I'm like, okay so this is why i'm yeah this is oh, really man. why i'm not leaving man um, at the risk of this turning into just a giant japanese love fest cast because it easily could we have again just this network thing it's just insert whatever subject matter we have a podcast for it but man um now you got me i mean let's try and do an, an inelegant segue into i think there's going to be in the lands between i think we've seen some in ingestibles of some kind yeah there's been oh my god there was like a, a turtle like a severed turtle neck oh my god like there was some tri- did you play the um the uh, uh the what is it the network test for for elden ring no i, I watched a few videos I, I think i watched that video pretty mm-hmm. pretty often but i i had to honestly i had to stop watching so much because that's cool i don't like i like to walk it especially games yeah. from from software i like to just walk into them without any clue and yeah, i guess all myself so mm-hmm. i mean i knew that when the network test came out i was like okay i can watch it because i know in whatever six months or whatever i'll just forget whatever mm-hmm. it was i saw yeah more or less you know the details of it but I, yeah i i appreciate that because um this show you know when we started it it, it it, it was very, very similar to the, the the Road to Death Stranding kind of episodes we did with the Kojima podcast, which is hibernating now, just like at the moment, there's, they're sort of building up to what they're doing after Death Stranding. But mm-hmm. one thing I, I, I identified very early is I am 
maybe a genetic freak, but I love when there's no information. Like for me, that is a, for, for so many, it's like super frustrating. And there's that at best, it's that sort of, oh, I wish we had more, like, you know, but at worst it can get really like people start judging and, and demanding and threatening and all that. And uh, there was for a while, people forget not that long ago, Elden Ring, it was, it had become a meme for how desperate people were for everything. And now it's just every day is a new screenshot and all that. So it's more, I mean, it is, it is the Elden Ring podcast. Once we start, you know, playing and and venturing into the lands between together, it will, we'll have discussions on characters and breakdowns and all that. But in up until that point, it has been the support, like the the podcast support group for people who have nothing much and who don't want to spoil. <laughs> so it's more like right. a sort of a tarnished synonymous or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, there's not many people I meet that I can actually talk to about it. So, <laughs> it's, well, it's thank cool. you. Yeah. Thank you for your segue. What would you like? Uh, any any direction at all? Is there anything you've you've kind of been speculating upon? Um, again, obviously, keeping things within what you. You know, even Sean, Sean the Law Hunter is like, I don't even want to think about certain things. Anything you're looking forward to, man? You mm-hmm. and Elden Ring, go. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm interested in the if there's going to be maybe a town, you know, oh. maybe with NPCs living in it, or you know, like more of a structured society going on somewhere mm. in this big world um it seems like that would have to happen how much of this world could be just completely annihilated i guess yeah. yeah yeah i don't know but um yeah i mean that's something that's come to mind i i, I would i kind of wonder if that would be um mm. viable but or if there's going to be some kind of maybe like we've seen in some of the like in the story trailer um we saw some giant battle mm-hmm. and i was just wondering are we mm-hmm. going to be able to engage in such a thing but yeah mm-hmm. it seems like with the way the combat is in all these games that probably not the case but um it's it's uh it's fun to think about yeah it's true you do it is true that you never really quite know with um with miyazaki and that was the case with it's it's now become even like a parlance or it's like the Miyazakian twist of some kind. Like hmm. you'll be playing this title where it's like, okay, so it's about me saving the young Lord and, and, you know, but then it's just, you know, divine palace insanity. And then, you know, right. eldritch, eldritch craziness. Uh, and it, it, the, the, that which cannot be spoken about or people try not to speak about is that what that will be for, for Elden Ring. But man, I'm with you. I want that Sky Temple totally inhabited NPC town in like, you know, well, like I would, I, it's not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I feel like I would just want to see how they would do it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. And and the thing is that like there was some great, um, you know, on the Reddit that they, they they would compare the the character creation of Dark Souls three and, and Elden Ring, and you would see. Um, yeah the, the just the that just the 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 quality of like the the sculpt like the mesh you know um and uh you'd realize like yeah you know from soft it is is coming along but it also for some reason I, i'll still look at like a an Elden Ring promo post or even one of those like newsletter things and it'll weirdly still feel like a bit i don't know a bit indie like not quite of that crazy level of polish and like a lot of their characters mouths just 
Like, you might even say it's, it's like a that, bit you know? tarnished. Oh, oh, hey, this guy. Oi, oi, they, oi, oi. They, they, they call those Oyaji gags in Japan. Oyaji gags, aka dad puns. Go to dad joke, yeah. Dad jokes. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash dad jokes. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm basically, I'm playing an eternal ping pong between Instagram and Reddit. In Reddit, I'll, I'll find some of the actual like people to jump onto the show, and then it is very much just like our interaction where it's like, hey, absolutely killing it what you're doing thank you for being who you are what you do geez like well done killing the game and and not even like as a superlative hyperbole filled thing it's like i love i really do cherish like signal boosting people where it's like i mean i we did this for zozuba i i have one of his shirts and i will i i've even folks all i can say is i try it i mean it's not there yet but can we maybe expect by the time this is edited and released for there to be (laughs) Something where I can say, okay, you can buy a um, uh, Goblet Print shirt. Come on, you gotta do it. You gotta do it for the tarnish. <laughs> Perhaps if there's a okay. demand, maybe maybe right. I'll corner right. that market. Huh? Yes, please do, and uh, we'll. I'll do a gauge. Fuck it, we'll we'll do a poll or something, and uh, at least do it. Maybe a, like a limited Red Bubble run. And I love how you were like, "What is Red Bubble?" <laughs> I was like, "I had no idea." That's cool. I'm very. I I, I have to admit, I'm very like. Uh, in terms of promoting myself and all the venues that I could go down, no idea. <laughs> well, yeah. it's why you have, uh, and again, I obviously always try to gauge and read the room with different people, but I think that's one thing that I find myself naturally doing. I've actually, there's a, on the Dune podcast, this, uh, my co-host there, Julia, she's writing these amazing blog posts and um, very insightful, like a, a, a top grade, like no, Christopher Nolan analyst. And, mm. and, and she just has her blog and her thing and that thing. I'm like, where is your Kofi? Like, where is that tip jar? Right. Cause it's like, don't think about it. Don't get into that whole, we, you and I, I mean, I went to art school, you went to art school. I'm sure we always, there was that conversation about like, am I worth like all that self-esteem stuff. It's like John Dyer Baisley from, ba- from Baroness. He like, he laid it down. He said, look, you have, you don't get to decide whether or not your stuff is amazing. It's like, <laughs> it's just, that's not a realm for you to enter. And it's just there. And then there's others. And then that other thing is that uh, he said, Look, someone might come across Tame Impala before they come across John Lennon, you know? Someone absolutely has come across your work before coming across Amano's. And forever forever onward, Amano will remind them of your work. Like it's so it's a it's a bit of a free for all, but good point. Yeah. Yeah. But the the common thing is that it's time invested. And then there's there's a culture of, you know, streamers like there's that sort of tipping culture. It's like fuck it. Just give people that avenue, you know, and chuck it in a link tree and let let us let us love you. Like hashtag let us love you. <laughs> it's tr- well, yeah. I yeah. I have contemplated it a few times and right. I thought, oh, maybe I should do a, a coffee. Right. Thing. I do drink a lot of coffee, but okay. uh, I just never <laughs> never got around to it, I guess. But uh, I'll just say that no, I I actually didn't go to art school. I oh really? I, uh, I went to it was just a liberal arts school, cool. but I actually majored in film. Nice. And that's you know that was that, and then. Uh, uh, yeah, Baroness. Wow, haven't seen them in a, quite a long time. Oh, so you know about him? Yeah, John Dyer Baisley, great guy. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I more I saw them with uh, Mashuga, if you know Mashuga. All right, so this guy, what is he? Actual brother from another mother. So we have the Mashuga, but we're getting geared up for Immutable. Are you kidding me? Fuck yes, dude. Immutable, dude. dude. I've been I've been playing uh, whatever it's called nonstop. The Bismal Eye. I've, I've been playing it like times a day. <laughs> yeah it's just 
and they don't give a fuck like that's thomas okay we're taking a little tiny tangent from the lands between to the lands of fucking immutable immutable eyes or abysmal eyes so uh, thomas harker who by the way he's he's one of us definitely like he he'll write these extremely thought-provoking lyrics like we're incandescent revelations in a world of darkened forms which some character exactly some i mean you know it's very akin like there's this this shared dna between some of these i'm sure he's probably probably played bloodborne or something i, I definitely <laughs> think um uh, but uh no no he's no, that's, he's 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 my man i love yeah, that guy fuck yeah he's he, a drummer exactly and it's so funny i think you'll get this sometimes it's like you know maya rudolph from snl yeah she's married to paul thomas anderson the director of the master and there will be blood like yeah, that blood. amazing song. and then gina gina lanetti's character gina, is that her name she's married to jordan peele and then this um thomas harker is married to this like cast member from orange the new black it's these well, weird I, it's crazy i have an actual interesting story about that is that oh, yeah. i I had actually met her before oh, okay, cool. I was living in, she lives in New York city. Mm. She's actually in like metal bands and stuff. Mm. Yeah, we, this was many years ago, but she, uh, just a quick tangent, but she, That's cool. <laughs> cause it's really funny to me to see yeah, Tom's heart right, on my Instagram feed from this person that I was connected to. So, uh, we went to a, the, we went to a show for a band called woven hand, if you know, but mm. they're, uh, kind of this dark folk band. And, uh, she just started following me or whatever. And this was nice. before she was on the, on her show. This was before Godly Print and everything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she would, I, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say it seemed like she was kind of interested or whatever, but oh, then, uh, then I started seeing Thomas Sullivan and you know, I was like, Oh, interesting <laughs> i mean yeah i didn't I, it's not like i made a move or anything but oh that's cool what well, i'm again it's, again artists funny because then it, she yeah. like blew up from her tv show and then mm-hmm. suddenly uh i'm seeing thomas talk <laughs> everywhere i'm like oh that's my man you know? that's amazing that's so wholesome again i'm gonna manifest this for you some point uh maybe some maybe they'll be reaching out to instagram artists for Meshuggah merch or something they'll be like okay let's go let's go a bit uh you know um, out, out of left field, let's go with this guy. And then it's like, man, I can totally see you guys like hanging out. And that's that's what I love about the democratization of of just chiming in with people and then you know connecting up. I think that'll be cool, for sure. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, I love my sugar. Probably I, every time when Abysmal Eye came out, I I thought this band they, <laughs> I you know I don't pick favorites for almost anything. You know, like mm-hmm. I I can criticize anything. I could still criticize my sugar in some ways, but yeah. never disappointed me. That's yeah. the bottom line. And and so therefore they 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 are the best band in the world to me. Yeah. Fuck yes. For me, they are. Uh, for me, it's like you know you're watching an extremely close race, and almost for me, it's like because Miss Mastodon. Like I'll I specifically got certain. <laughs> Uh, certain tattoo placements if not like just based on resonating so much with that band and it's so funny we just had a musician guest on the Elden Ring podcast he's doing concept albums based on Miyazaki's works yeah yeah so it's crazy I think we're slowly (laughs) metamorphosizing into a metal show but the thing is fuck it like I'm sorry I used to be in metal bands too well fuck yeah it wouldn't 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 surprise me there is such a 
it's such a connected uh, DNA there. And I will not be surprised if we see like a band called Tarnished. I mean, Tarnished sounds like a band, first of all. You know, you, right. have, de- you, have, you have dethroned or fucking whatever the fuck. Um, but let's, let's do a nice hard pivot for the Tarnished <laughs> tuning in. Um, hey, you've seen him do it. Fucking Torrent. He's fucking like Akira's motorcycle. He can fucking... He can turn on a dime. Yeah. D- yeah. He's also super agile. You saw like it, people can just like jump everywhere with that fucking legendary mountain goat. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. She's, for me, she's a goat or, or he or whatever. I think it's a he. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's like a, it's like a <laughs> buffalo goat or something. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a, it's a hoat. It's a horse goat. Hoat. Um, yeah. Now, well, so, okay, you talked about Princess Mononoke. Before we knew that his name was Torrent, uh, they would call him, oh, God, whatever Princess Mononoke is. Um, Jesus, the, the Red Elk's name. I just, it's total blank, but everyone was calling that thing that. And, um, th- you know, I mean, they will always, all three of them, in some sense, be connected Breath of the Wild, Elden Ring. And, um, and Princess Mononoke, because very clearly um, Elden Ring has taken some inspiration from Breath of the Wild. Have you played Breath of the Wild? Uh, I have played Breath of the Wild. Sorry, I you kind of cut out there, but if you oh, did I? Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I don't know really what you were saying, but if we're just we can go into Breath of the Wild if you want. That's but, cool. Yeah. Um, I yeah, was probably I just doing one of my fucking word <laughs> word cyclones <laughs> of of shifting subject matter, yeah, yeah. but that's cool. Uh, it was basically saying like um, those three, like Princess Mononoke and uh you know elden ring and breath of the wild will be connected in 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 some sense because of such close inspirational kind of dna and stuff um but yeah if you've played breath of the wild um what's your number one takeaway from it and that you maybe might want to see in elden ring oh not much i want to see okay from breath of the wild i'll be honest i am not a breath of the wild fanboy at that's all. cool i um I tried it out. I probably got maybe fifteen or twenty hours in, mm-hmm. and I, I, man, I, I can't. I get it, man. Did not like it. I, I tried. I was like, people really like this game. Let me, <laughs> let me keep going. And, uh, and I, I just found too many um, game mechanics felt uh, fiddly, fiddly, right? That's just like. They're basically stopping you from playing the game when you want to play the game. So, okay, it's 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 you know I can I can glide on this glider. I can I can teleport. I can you know fight these beasts. But when it's raining, don't even uh, dare attempt to climb a rock. You know it's this kind of thing. I'm like, okay, so now it's real. Now it's mm-hmm. realistic. All right, mm-hmm. I understand like what they were trying to do there, but. You know, if I'm trying to get this treasure chest up on top mm. of this mountain and it's a sunny day and I actually yeah. I make a mistake and I fall down, I'm like, oh, let me try it again. And it's raining now. Now I can't play the game because I can't get up the mountain. But, you know, there's another instance with the I really dislike the weapon breaking mechanic. I didn't um, like that at all either. The fact that they you. can break, but you also cannot repair them. Mm. And... um. You know, I ended up, you know, you know, I'm I'm out there, I'm traveling along the world and I, I find this one temple and there's this guy, he's clearly like got way too much HP for me, but I'm I'm taking him down by using strategy, but because my weapons keep breaking, you know, because yeah. it's too high, 
like I'm getting like I have a good strategy where I'm I'm beating this guy, right? I I will beat him, mm. but because my weapons keep breaking, they get, <laughs> they're done, right? So then all my weapons yeah. break. And I'm like, oh, and he's he's got like this much life left, and it's like, oh, so the game's just saying no, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So and um, yeah. Yeah, I, so I get that's that. That's when I got frustrated and was just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really into this. So, cue all the people being like, "Well, you have to plan for that. Well, you have to, uh, you know." Yeah. And it's like, well, I also have a life, you know. So, right, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, well, yeah. yeah plan. I, 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 yeah, sure. You have to plan. Rain. How do you plan for it? Rain? <laughs> do you know when it's coming? I don't know. Maybe you do. Q two. Yeah. Q two. A. Um. You know, in like a couple months, there's just going to be like a. It'll hit. Like maybe a million views, it'll just be unedited footage of uh, the tarnished just hanging out on like an extremely slippery. Like it's just raining, and it's just <laughs> how great is this? I'm not slipping, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because well, yeah, yeah, maybe. Given all the abilities that you have and everything mm -hmm. else you can do, I just. Mm -hmm. But you need special gloves to, to climb yeah. a rock, you know? So yeah. Um, quasi pivot because. Um, we're, we're talking about the lands between um there's apparently going to be a stream soon um which i believe possibly george r martin unless i'm some i think it was elden ring fans france or something were saying so uh and he's again uh, across the pond from new york in new jersey hey everything's connected jesus and and um, yeah, i think he's in new mexico now and that's i'm sorry but that's kind of trippy i mean you're, you're, you're exactly and new mexico yeah but he grew up in new jersey Right, and right. you're in New York, and you're in Japan. Japan. I, I, I am one of those. Have you heard of um, apophenia? You know what that is? No. Apo a a p o p h e n i a. Apophenia is. Uh, I think it's classifies. This is let's get heavy. I think it's classifies <laughs> classified as like a mental disorder. <laughs> I don't. That's you why I'm that. just, right. I don't. I don't want to. I mean, I'm I'm used to be OCD, I guess. But um, uh, ooh. I think we should be fine. I think that might be like okay. spam. You can, you can text her later. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so apophenia is is the human tendency to um, perceive meaning and to to see patterns where there is none. You know, and and just that interesting thing where I've been saying this time all this time that you've kind of connect the Miyazaki's. It's like, well, then you're this you know guy who was close to new jersey which is where george Armand is from and then you know hirotaka miyazaki is from japan and then that so you're a bit of you're a bit of a nexus uh like a, a, a nexus in flesh nexus in flesh good name for a band <laughs> yeah. um yeah. dude man we're five days away from fucking elden ring coming out yeah dude. yeah <laughs> so well, what's your plan I, I, give I'll me your be honest yeah, I, I don't know what i'm gonna do because if they don't have an English support on it, I'm going to have to get it from the U.S. Right. So. I mean, sorry, shouldn't that just be super easy with like a language thing? You can just, uh, cause you've got uh, probably a Japanese I, I, PS5, right? Or PS4, whatever. I have a, I have an American PS4. Okay. Um, and yeah, some games are fine. Like, yeah, I can buy games in Japan here and, and they still just play in English, but you never know. Some, it's not all games are, but. Okay. Well, I, I hopefully it won't be too difficult for you. I mean, like, the, I mean, if you've got the sort of, yeah, like, that's so weird. I hope, hopefully it won't be too hard for you, man. Like, I think um, it'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. It won't be too okay. hard. It'll just, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll be uh, a little quick Google. But. Yeah. Oh, woe is me, a quick Google. Oh, first world. Yeah. That's all right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken fun. Okay. Give us the, and I, I think I've maybe asked this 
a couple times in a row with a few different guests to the point where it might be considered a segment is what's the plan for the Elden Ring night? Like we're talking snacks. What are we talking? Fucking blocking out the week. What blocking out a couple of days? What? what is that? The, that's the 25th. Let me see. Yeah. Let's have a well, look at that calendar. I guess it's uh so yeah, it's a weekend. Um, so this? many people not showing up to work on Friday that day. I bet. 25th oh it's a friday right mm-hmm. yeah well i haven't planned i don't i haven't planned that far ahead yet but that's cool like my fiance she doesn't fucking it know. seems like it's an open day yeah no plans it's uh, they say if you want to make god laugh or the cosmos laugh just tell him your plans that's what they say right, right. <laughs> um uh, oh yeah probably yeah sounds sounds good to, i'll have a couple beers and nice as long as you know I, I'm very particular about how I start games, actually. So I like. Yeah, oh, see, I me very too. much like to be alone. You yeah. know, very slow. Yeah. So yeah. trophies yeah. turned off. You don't do the. Tro- I don't do the trophies. Do you do that? Yeah. I, I I don't know if. Yeah. yeah. I know. I guess I get trophies, but. Oh, you do. Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't know you could turn them off. You can please do if you if you want to do that whole immersion. Um, some people once they once they've gotten up there with the skill, like they just don't use the HUD anymore either. Like these. Right. Yeah. We're um. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, the different kind of, uh, and now I'm just thinking about how how expansive the, the Elden Ring community. We were, I mean, you've probably obviously been following like the Miyazakian goings on of things with Dark Souls and all of that. What's your earliest Miyazaki experience again? I don't think we covered that. Uh, I would. Well, actually, I don't. I was going to go with. I was going to go with. Uh, earliest from soft i don't know if it was oh okay but it was just probably one of the armored core games but yeah the the first like definitive one would be demon souls yeah nice okay and i played that into the ground that was (laughs) i I could not stop i would I, i was in school at the time too and i remember this was the first game outside of because i actually played final fantasy 11 for many years and to be fair, or to be honest, rather, is Final Fantasy XI in those days was is still the most unforgiving game that I've ever played, <laughs> more wow. than any Dark Souls game. Okay, uh, and that just has to do with like time investment and 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 things of uh, uh, the brutal. Just when you die, you lose XP, you level down. Just It was a brutal, brutal game. And it had no hand-holding whatsoever. It was a very... Mm. And so this really prepped me for a game like Demon's Souls. Okay. Um, so I got really into it because I felt the similarities of that unforgivingness that it seemed like was missing from console games for a long time. Nice. And uh, I mean... In recent years, I think they've made they've made a lot of quality of life changes to Final Fantasy XI, so it's a lot different now than it was. But I still consider that in its prime, that the hardest, most unforgiving game I ever played. Right. But also the most rewarding, which is what the Dark Souls kind of ethos is about. Have done for yeah this this genre. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Demon Souls was the first one. Well, I played. we're on a, we're on the line with a. Uh... With a true blue, as they say here in Australia, a true blue Miyazakian. That's, that's I had cool, no man. idea. I just I remember I saw some 
quick screenshot and i was like yeah well, people are That's liking cool. this and it looks kind of and you know the the, the demon souls like animations and stuff are still like a little there's <laughs> yeah, something of off course. about them but there was there was also that charm and you're like okay i'm gonna, mm. gonna try this so i think no clip uh maybe while you're painting and drawing uh i don't want to again assume but when i'm doing stuff like that it's for me it's like documentaries podcasts that kind of thing and no clip do these documentaries i really am looking forward to when they i think they did one possibly on the remake but just to see maybe just interview a bunch of that original team i know they're notoriously um kind of you know um private you know with you know from software like they have that that willy wonka-esque kind of magic you know uh, which yeah. i think is is rare yeah go ahead yeah even amongst like J japanese companies mm. you know which are all basically <laughs> that way so yeah they're and, all and very private you know yeah and i think um it's part of why i think there's still magic left in the world not to be hyperbolic is because there is some semblance of the hiding because if it was just this and i just showed you that there'd be no trick instead rather there's you have to have the hiding you have to have something obscuring at first and we run the risk definitely in this this time of eroding attention spans okay boomer brackets um <laughs> eroding attention spans where, where 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 companies kind of buckle and they feel insecure and they feel like they have to give as many screenshots and you know previews and stuff as possible but yeah. elden ring it was it was fucking textbook word of mouth like mystery you know and uh and again it'll do just and people it's it it staggers me it's like look at the marketing budget of other games compared to just the pure human power i mean word of mouth will do more, more marketing for you than any amount of budget any amount of because again <laughs> there's a limit to the marketing budget there is no limit to word of mouth right mm -hmm. and if you just create something of a high enough level of quality um and just let it be you know and sure you'll go some people will quote unquote go crazy with that information but they don't really go crazy they they want that mystery that's what i, I deep I, I secretly think everyone wants to be kept a bit in the dark before the big surprise you know mm -hmm. um they they're oh, just unable to rein in their desire i think yeah. a lot of people are like they want they they think they want to see it mm -hmm. but it they don't they <laughs> they probably know that they shouldn't but they you know they think that's right oh, it'll be better if i see it all right right that's right right no no learn no. to just enjoy the moment which yeah. in in japanese culture is what they're all about all the time yeah. they're always living in the moment about mm -hmm. everything Offer you an accord. Hmm, what have we here? Gosh, I need my knife to cut this open. My, 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 my. Ew, lovely. As someone who loves logos, check that out. Oh my goodness. Looks a bit like the pick of destiny. Oh, so satisfying. Are you ready, everyone? Oh. Fun materials. Look at you. That's what, that's what you're going to get. This is class, everybody. We're looking at class over here. And you know what would be really good is if I had a t-shirt to... Wow, okay. 
That is right, everybody. Support for the Albert Kesser Media Everything is brought to you by Manscaped. The best in below-the-belt men's grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle. The Performance Package! Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code ALBERTKESSER at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Honestly, it's one of the universal human experiences for anyone who's nipped themselves down there. And how can Manscape help you with your confidence? The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscape has arrived and it is a game changer. In this package you will find this Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserved Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0 is the future of personal grooming. It's probably the best ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to help reduce grooming accidents. That's thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It is also waterproof and has a 400K LED light. For a more precise shave. And because it's waterproof, you know, you can say goodbye to all that sort of mess in the bathroom. You thought that was good, but you want to take your grooming to the next level, hmm? Boom! I was waiting for the reveal until later in the video so that you could see the fancy box. I do feel welcomed into the Manscaped movement. I am so grateful to have one of these now. Seriously. That's right, the performance package also comes with this weed whacker. Nose and ear hair trimmer! It is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. And their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will absolutely change the way that you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped boxes and the Shed Travel Bag I mentioned previously. Bring your comfort and boxes to a new level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and use the code ALBERTKESSER for 20% off, as well as free shipping. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools with Manscaped. More than ever nowadays, it's important to have self-care routines, including personal hygiene, and bringing someone as top of the game as Manscaped into your life is the best call you can make. The best call for your balls, come on. And I want to thank Manscaped for making classier and more refined gentlemen of us all. So what are you waiting for? Get to it. Manscaped, the best call for your balls. Right, back to the video. Emboldened by the flame of ambition. And uh, episode one of the Zelda podcast was called very specifically the Zelda standard for one reason. I ended up re recording it ad hoc. I was like, the reason why Zelda is just like it, almost Zelda's, <laughs> that's a clickbait title, is Zelda the Meshuggah of, <laughs> of video game developers. Like they, they, they don't, they, they are consistent, you know, and, and, and I call it that because they do very much do the, um, the, the Willy Wonka thing where they just they don't give a shit uh, Horizon is actually getting all kinds of great scores because they're very much signal boosting the the end of crunch culture they're like we took we the reason why we delayed it drum roll please is because we didn't want to crush ourselves and we wanted it to be the best thing ever and um, I like that we're slowly yeah maybe starting to rediscover that importance of mystery like I, we've had our big bloat the TikTok insanity of just everyone bleh, you know there's no 
there's no mystery and now maybe we're finding a middle ground you know um yeah i, I never thought i'd say it but like there are actually can't believe i'm saying this is like a technically like a boomer type person but there are actually some tiktok accounts that are very cozy and lovely and it's like almost like cottage core i think is the thing so i'm like okay great <laughs> sure just watch them to feel comfortable yeah I, have no, I also have no experience with tiktok good and and yeah so apparently it's you know an algorithm is a puppy you have to train it so if you just go not fucking interested not fucking interested enough then you do the upvote downvote thing eventually that thing is literally just for me it's That's just you get your cottage you get your cottage core you get your like there's people who literally just go for like beautiful walks and they just film like babbling brooks and shit i'm like oh okay it's actually as a platform it's not just trying to of course just like with instagram is like everyone wants you to fucking flex your booty and that's what instagram's about yeah but yeah. technically we can you and you and i and anywhere any platform you're on you can create you can find that that bespoke little community so um Actually, we were talking about mysteries before. About mystery, what was your favorite Miyazaki and reveal? I guess that's a nice kind of segue um, in any of his titles, like that, you know, moment. Wow. Even like a, I guess, could be a boss or whatever, whatever you like. Yeah. Hmm? Ooh, wow. Open I question. Know. I guess I've never thought in those terms, but um, my, I. I like the Rorschach question is like both the question and the answer can kind of go in all different. Some, so one person would be like, Oh, if we're talking bosses, well, gaping dragon, you know? Um, or if we're talking reveals, then three, two, one spoilers for bloodborne. It's the red moon moment. It's the, you know, the, the slaying actually, of Rom. It might've been, it might've been dark souls three when I just discovered the nameless King. And that's a good one. <laughs> I didn't, you know, because I, like I said before, I, I, I like to walk into this very blind, and mm -hmm. so when you, you're like, oh, I what? You know, mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. this, you know, and there are some other secrets in that, in that area too, I think, or even how to get there, actually, yeah. was the secret. That mm -hmm. was actually, that was one of those things where I was like, oh, you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you. Oh, you. <laughs> so yeah. here I am. You know? So that's cool, man. Um, that's one that sticks out to me. I can dig that. Off the top of my head. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I also quite like how, you know, because I have the main show, it's the Albert Kessler podcast and all of these other ones are like technically sub feeds because I'm obsessed with admin and I love designing different kind of like al albums, sorry, like podcast art and stuff. Mm. So people co will come for uh, the Elden Ring podcast. I think it's just going to be, but we really do just go in all directions. Um, uh, for me, um, one of my atypical, and speaking on atypicality and idiosyncratic, like, to be a bit more idiosyncratic than that sort of usual, let's talk about fucking fucking <laughs> doing like film cowboys. Fucking, oh, your favorite build or whatever. I don't care about that. That's for me, it's like, what was for me, like, one thing I would maybe bring to the table is um, uh, soundscapes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I kid you not, um, dude, I, I went for like a two hour walk yesterday just listening didn't have it i just listened to it like a like a album i guess it was just a a, a full no commentary playthrough of bloodborne like the 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 foley effects the the tuck, 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 like the climbing of ladders like it for me the sounds are i mean and again you i guess you mentioned you're a musician or you were in some bands or yeah I think, yep, yeah. yep i mean yeah. I, I i i would write a lot of uh I, a lot of my personal stuff i have plans to get back to it as soon as i have nice. room here in 
Tokyo. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of tiny. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and the walls are very thin, so you know you don't right. want to disturb anyone. But um, yeah, I would write a lot of kind of moody soundtrack sounding nice. stuff. Yeah, I'll um, ask. Either, either take it in the music direction, or, or in just in like the just the audio experience of, of a Miyazaki title. If you had any like comments there, and what you're sort of maybe riffing, thinking about with Elden Ring. Um. Hmm. Well, so far the music has sounded amazing. It's insane. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I've ever since Demon Souls that that initial soundtrack that we heard in the initial trailer or whatever mm-hmm. it was, you know, just those. Those those trumpets that sound like little mice are playing them. Yeah, you know, it's weird, <laughs> like underproduction of that that I really liked. You know, it sound it sounded really. Uh, I love that word unique, underproduction. You know, yeah, yeah. There was it was it wasn't it wasn't this overproduced thing that we'll get on in, like we'll get on yeah. trailers now, right? And everything's overproduced and boom and here you yeah. know. Maybe they're doing that now with Elden Ring. I didn't actually pay attention to it that much. But mm. in terms of the gameplay, like watching the gameplay videos and hearing some of the sounds and music in there, I thought that was sounding great. But mm. um, yeah, sorry. Does that answer your question? No, I'm, I'm, again, I love the open questions. For me, I mean, yeah. the way I would snap to it's like, well, fucking favorite sound effect. And if we're talking that, it's the, it's the, you know, the cleric beaks the cleric beast's shriek you know it's not only i mean with the the recent demake actually that your alarm clock (laughs) no (laughs) that's a good idea though um but i for me it's one of the low-key to me at least maybe this makes me out of touch but there's there's iconic moments in in games and one is like you know princess zelda turning around and in in that castle courtyard or whatever and for me climbing the the um you know the the ladder up to uh, you know that central yam yam in, in Bloodborne is and then hearing this fucking amazing I think yeah Miyazaki has a real him him and Guillermo del Toro I, I just I get a sense that there might be something there one day like that mm. you know he's he's he knows how to get friendly with like American <laughs> swath swathily sized fantasy masters <laughs> you yeah. know and uh, I think so does Kojima and, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Blood, uh, sorry, Bioshock. We do Bioshock show as well. Uh, they just announced the Netflix series and film. Oh. We do live in a world where an announcement like that will happen. I, I really would not put it past, you know, just the way things are going, where people just are so interested in developing these like intermedia or transmedia, as as uh, um, you know, as, as as Hideo Kojima put it. There's so much in place already for something like an Elden Ring, I don't know, series or animated feature. You know, I'm assuming you know about um, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Fuck yes. Which has an amazing fucking soundtrack, by the way. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, um, that's, what, that's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, right there, Bloodborne, uh, you know, would work for that. But what would you like to see outside of games for Elden Ring? Um, maybe like a graphic novel kind of thing or... Like little pot boy plushy. I don't know if you do that thing. <laughs> well, I'll, 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 you know, it might not be a popular opinion, but I might say that I don't want to see too much. Cool. I, I don't want these. I don't want the the intrigue or the mystery of these games to be watered down. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, as we were talking before, with revealing too much too soon, that's what'll happen, right? But um 
I like the little corner that they keep and that you have to go to them. They don't come mm-hmm. to you. You know, it's it's not a it's not a pizza shop that says, hey, what do you want? <laughs> do you want a hamburger? Do you want Thai food? No, they're they make pizza, so you go if you want pizza, you go there. But also and the instructions to get to the pizza place are shattered and one of yeah. them inside the caved <laughs> in chest of a corpse. Your, your map of how to yeah. get there. Yeah. Well, and then someone would be like, Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, the path to the pizza place. Mm. Yes. Well yes. I I certainly <laughs> think that uh You'll uh, be in quite a pickle if you choose to go there. It's like, can you just yeah. tell me where the fucking pizza place is? You fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. So we have a meme in the making right there. But maybe who knows? Um, yeah, I I I don't want to say it's like selling out or something like that. But no. I just I I want I want to I want these games to retain that allure, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you when you start you know, I guess to, to say it again, overproducing mm-hmm. parts of your game and, or, you know, like here's, here's, here's a, here's this, here's that, here's this little item. Here's I mean, a little bit's fine, but mm-hmm. I don't want to see too much. That's all. Cause I dig it. Yeah. That's good. This Maybe that's just way, but no, man, I dig it. And, and again, tends to be, you know, I'm, I've sort of dove in, um, dived in head first into just, we will seriously just go from like comments and the message and someone jumps on the show. It is genuinely a roll of the dice, but I've been blessed really. I think like most kindred person yet. And I don't say that with every show. I really don't because I mean, the Michigan thing, the New York thing, we fucking love New York. We cannot wait to go back. Japan is very tidy and clean. And that is why I would live there. And the food is fucking tasty. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, so dude, um, yeah, obviously I think at that, I'm fairly certain if you ever come to Australia, you, you're, you shall not lift a finger. Like, we got you covered, man. It's like it won't, it won't be like a Dark Souls game. Nah, man. Nah, we got you sorted. We'll mm. uh, we'll fucking have a Barbie. We'll have a Barbie yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds awesome. Well, um, we're coming up to the hour, dude. Um, if you were cool to kind of riff a few more kind of topics and questions. Otherwise, if you have to peel away, let me know. No, no, no. I'm good. Excellent. We can um, riff. So far that you've seen from Elden Ring, favorite creature design. That you that you're really digging heavy on. Uh, well, or boss, or boss. Yeah. So my first, you know, little fan art that I did was Margaret the Fell Omen, and I just thought that was so weird yeah, and cool. Man. You know, <laughs> just so weird and cool. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this design? <laughs> you know, like I mean, it's just it's it's. But that's you know that's I love that. It was mm. just so uh, so simple, actually, but yeah. just had the right elements to it to make it interesting and uh, wonder, you know, like what is what you know, what's this guy's yeah. story? You know? I but, once um, I once yeah. drew a parallel between Hideo Kojima, Fumito Ueda, and uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki. I said uh, military surrealism, Kojima. Um, you know, mythical surrealism, which I would call, um, you know, Fumito, and then medieval surrealism. Like, he's a, I mean, if you look at Bosch, like Hieronymus Bosch, like his big, whatever, diptychs, yeah. triptychs, whatever, um, where he would just take a basic silhouette and then something would just spill out. And that's the pus of man. And that's, you know, the um, the cleric beast. It's, it's taking something, you know, which is a werewolf and then distending it and twisting it and making it, you yeah, know. Well, it seems to be the if 
yeah, I don't I don't know, but maybe someone like Miura, Kentaro mm-hmm. Miura also yeah, was a promise Bosch lover of some yeah, sort because he was. and then that transferred into Miyazaki because it's clear that Miyazaki is also a Berserk fan. But, oh, big time. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> You know, we've never we don't have any reports of him and Mura having ever been in the same room together. So they may even yeah. possibly be the same person. Rest in peace, obviously, Mura. Um, <laughs> and we are slowly things are slowly coming together for a, a big old be- berserker um, berserk show. You know, I I need to find some outlet to fully dive in. I did a, you know, how you do someone like a Wikipedia crash course. He's like, okay, what is this thing? Tell me. And it's, it's a, it's epic. I mean, that's a, that's an epic story. Fucking bizarre. It is. It is very epic. It's, it's, it's almost, I would say the, the beginning of Berserk is slightly comical the the way that it's portrayed, but then there's, (laughs) then there's uh, the golden age, which is really the best, in my, in my opinion, the best story that was to come out of that. Mm. Yeah. I, um, speaking of which, uh, this is very much, uh, uh, we've discussed this and I kind of, I'm interested in, on any tangents that you might naturally want to go on. I've described Ellen Ring as two people who have absolutely established themselves in their fields. They could honestly, neither man, Miyazaki or Jojo Martin would ever really technically need to lift a finger again creatively. They've established themselves. They will be, you know, but it's those people who have no, no chill as the young people say. It's like, I, they need to want to they want to keep creating because they feel it's like that's their path and that's Miyazaki and that's James Cameron with Avatar. They just, that's what they do. And uh, I see this though uh, as, as like, I mean, if you see that debut trailer with that fucking, it's like a, it's just a hand. It's like two hands laid over each other. And it's just, it's basically what we're doing is we're going completely like even more crazy, even more Miyazaki and crazy with, with the, with the designs. And I feel as though that is him. He's going to get his maximum, like the most ever Berserk on in this, the most ever Tolkien, which I think Berserk and Tolkien, if you seriously smash those two together, you have some child resembling Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a good description of it, actually. Mm, yeah. yeah. And so then I wanted to see if there was any tangents based on, um, uh, I mean, with 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 what we may potentially see, like I know you said, like an NPC town and stuff. We saw that dragon, like the sort of gilded, you know, kind of crazy uh, half. It's like his main body's made of this sort of white, whitish kind of material. But then his 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 um uh, his yeah. Oh, actually, fuck it. We'll just do an A and B. Which of the two um, dragon designs between the the the, the worm? I think it's. Um, Grail, I think, is the one. No. It was just the main, that, that sort of main kind of like frilled, you know, with the horn and stuff. Which of the two dragons we've seen so far are you kind of, could could we possibly see uh, a um, a gobbly prin uh, <laughs> rendition of? Which Ooh, one would you, would you, yeah. Oh, I've never, I've never, I've never done a dragon, I think. Oh, well then. Yeah. First time. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll, if it'll be one, Let's let's wait and see. Like All what right. other dragons there are? We'll pat, yeah, we'll I mean, no, those, those dragons look cool, but yeah, they yeah. didn't they didn't strike me. I I would say, but okay. Um, you know what else? You know what I I'm kind of curious about as well, though. I'll say is uh, yeah. um, we've been seeing all these posts from the Eldering Twitter and stuff. You know, like these are the the job classes. Right? Yeah, that's right. But I wonder if there's gonna be maybe they've already denied this but i wonder if there's going to be maybe different races 
to go with. Interesting. But like, you know, maybe you could be a dwarf. Just thinking of the Tolkien. Yeah. Things, like maybe there is something like this that could happen. I mean, well, I want to back was... you up on that because they, they are talking about demi-humans. Okay. You know, it's, it's like part of the, part of the lore of, yeah. Right, so right, right. Continue. Yeah. So yeah, that's like all the, all the boss characters seem to not be human. Mm. Right. So that, but they were all a part of something, you know, some, mm. some sort of the golden order or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so anyway, go, dude. that's that's, that's a, just a little more speculation for me. Maybe they're just holding that off. Potentially. Probably, probably not. No, nah, man. <laughs> like, so, again, like you just so. never know. Like, and the thing is, yeah. I think there was, um, you know, Lance McDonald, another Australian. I don't know what it is with Australians and fucking anal- analysis of fucking... <laughs> my first ever podcast episode was like hey i can i can kind of buy what vati's doing it's like but he kind of keeps his things a bit shorter and i'm way i don't want to fucking you know <laughs> the people who want to listen to just like whatever i do which is waffling on i guess but i, I just love just going super extensive and, and just going into all these directions and he keeps it super edited it's like hey maybe that's something i could do but um mm. yeah so for me uh yeah for lance you know he he's identified you know, um, that like there was supposed to be an, in Bloodborne, you're supposed to be able to transform a bit like um, Gascoigne, like your mesh would change. So I think, but they are due for that. Um, they are due for the ability to just, because it is just humanoid. It's that anther, you know, you'll get like a beast arm, but the same basic animation site, like of just that human. But I would, I really, that would be great. You know, I have a running theory from a couple of episodes ago that, um, uh, you know, Torrent, because of the, the, um, the horns, like we could end up seeing like this thing become a dragon at some point. Like, and then we'll be talking about like Final Fantasy fourteen, sorry, fifteen style. Um, you know, latter latter game. You know, you you get to like fly this fucking thing, right? Which would be right, which right. would be trippy. Um, so I, I again until we've played it. Which by the way, for people tuning in uh, as we tr- bring this one to a close, it's it is the last episode before the game comes out. Um, I need to like fucking sprint to edit this one, you know, and we have a sponsor as well. Um, so it's going to have to edit everything, slap it all together and then just do what everyone else is doing. Um, you know, uh, I, I, it's funny with spoilers. Like I had to, like, someone was like, Hey, it's out there. Like this, this intro cinematic, you know, I won't talk about it at all with you, obviously, but I was like, ah, okay. Um, all right. Just the intro cinematic, you know, cause, cause you know what? It was actually my, my pal, um, from the last episode, he's like, it's enough to make a grown man cry. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> if you put it that way, I will. And I will say it is. It. Um, Are you talking about the, the story Ring. trailer? No, no, it's a different. Oh, yeah. it's a different one. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you Ooh, go. That's the, I like to, I like to stay in the dark. That's yeah. Stay in the dark, <laughs> man. Totally. But um, if we, you know, the story trailer, speaking of Tolkien again, is super Tolkien. Oh, extremely, oh, you know, it's crazy. The Black Riders. Yeah, totally. just the whole thing was, and in a good way, you know, like it just, yeah. I felt that kind of magic yeah. again that yeah, I did not feel with the current mm. condition of mm. Lord of the Rings. We don't need to go into that. No, please do. That. Are we talking <laughs> the, are we talking that series, which just saw some of the yeah. recent trailers? Interesting. Yeah. You know, these guys, I call them McCain. I'm McCain, you join it again. It's a brand of pizzas here in Australia. So, but it's Patrick, it's Patrick McKay and Kyle Payne. I think they're the two. They, I see. I, I get where you're coming from. I really do. 
I'm just hearing things, stuff like, look, we're Shakespearean. We love Shakespeare. We love a philology. Like we are, we are fucking linguist nerds. And like Tolkien, again, the, the, the well-known thing about him is that he did not set out to create, he, for him is like literally Lord of the Rings grew out of a love of language. Like I'm, right. I'm a fucking language nerd and I, and I, I created everything around it. The, everything grew around this. It's just like James Cameron. He's like, I don't care about romance. I just want to go to the wreck of the Titanic. He actually threw together Rose and Jack's story just so he could give the studio something so they could give him money. So he could go down to the bottom of the ocean. And it's so funny. So many of the most wonderful things end up being this incidental thing. You know, uh, and so Patrick McKay and uh, Kyle Payne or whatever, like they're like, look, we understand, we get it. Um, it's Amazon, we get it, and they just they 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 laid it out flat, and it was people are bringing up footage of Peter Jackson being like, yo, we understand, it's like it's this progenitor of so many things. There'd be no Star Wars without it. There'd be no this, and how do you even begin to adapt it? It's like, well, we have to basically, you know, take it step by step. And really he said, like, we, we consider it history. We don't consider it um, fantasy. Because again, Tolkien was way more into like mythology and, and, and history uh, and languages and nature, you know, like mm. he wasn't a fantasy fucking guy at all or whatever. And, um, mm. and these guys are fucking nerds for that. So I'm, I mean, I, I get it, but I, maybe we'll catch back up after in September. How about we'll get you on the Lord of the Rings podcast, maybe on in October and just be like, Hey, sir, Gobbly. <laughs> Gobbly, what do you baby. think now? Huh? Gobbly, baby. Baby. Yeah. Um, well, cool. yeah, I mean, the only thing I just heard this yesterday, um, you know, it's coming from the Vanity Fair article. It, mm-hmm. it turned from what I gathered, it seems they don't even have the rights to the Similarillion, they just have the rights to certain characters or something, so they can't mm-hmm. even use that to make their story. <laughs> they just have to basically make their own thing. Yeah. And um, I just thought, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, mean, I mean, again, the guy... I have he, to admit, he, I just, I didn't feel the magic, that's all. That's cool, I thought, I, I thought you could replace the title here with Joan of Arc, and I would be interested, <laughs> actually. I would say, oh, this is a really cool fantasy take on Joan of Arc. I like that idea. Interesting, but, with with Galadriel resembling Joan of Arc, yeah, something like that, right? Hard but, metal pivot again. Excuse me. We'll we'll come back in October. It'll it'll speak for itself, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as all art ultimately does. Hard pivot back to metal. Joan of Arc, Cradle of Filth, Godspeed on the Devil's Thunder. Okay, we're, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking the uh, obviously. I love existence is futile, but that fucking how cool. Do you like Cradle of Filth, or do you think they're too uh, hammy? I yeah I never got into Cradle of Filth. Sorry. Well, you know what? Yeah, we've now our bond is broken. No, it's okay. It's cool. It's fine. Um, uh, dude, the bond of Meshuggah is strong enough to keep. It's it's like the 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 will. I can if I can meet one person that I can talk to about Meshuggah. Yeah, I count my stars. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But to peel things back again, which is cool. I dig it. I love all the omnidirectional. I love that word. I've fallen in love with it omnidirectional mm-hmm. um man i think maybe my last question i think it's probably the most obvious one obviously we've given we've gotten your little preview of what you're planning for elden ring um uh we don't know what uh as you said you, you again you kind of want to just keep it your own sort of experience but um we are now at the precipice of like crossing the seas of fog uh how was 
it for you from announcement at the Xbox event to today. What was that journey like? And uh, what's, I guess, the number one thing I suppose you're looking forward to um, about entering the Lands Between? Um, yeah, uh, I think, interestingly, I was not on board in the mm. beginning. I, what I saw of Elden Ring, I was like, mm. I mean, I, probably actually in the beginning I was on board. I was like, yeah. oh, cool, this guy's hammering. All right, I mm. like that. And then mm. when I saw the more of the game or whatever they actually released like gameplay and stuff like that the first trailer or something i was mm. like mm, i don't know if i don't know if i'm like on board really All right. like it, cool, I, like probably i'll play it but not sure if i will uh be I, i'm not sure how interested i am it might it might fly under my radar maybe yeah. like a lot of games that i thought i was going to be into and then i see more of them and then but more and more, I started, and then when the network test came out, I think once I saw the network test is when I was yeah. like, okay, all yeah. right, I'm done, you know. Nice. So um, that was kind of my journey with that. I Because, yeah, it was, I just, I, I guess I, I felt like maybe I'm, uh, you know, we're so spoiled now with how <laughs> good games look and all this nonsense that we cared about. And once I saw how the game played, the actual content of it, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is going to be something I'm going to like a lot, probably. So, yeah, man, there's uh, indications, at least what we're what we're sensing, at least um, that uh, they he he really has pulled out all the stops for this one, like, and and from software, they're like, it's by far the game we've worked on the most that we poured the most into, and all of that, and I think that probably lends itself like. I'll just give you an example. Like, um, there was a, as you know, some personal life stuff, whatever, was super heavy. I actually sold my console. It's crazy. Um, and then I had to buy it back. <laughs> um, and I, and the reason why I bought it back, cause I was like, actually, fuck it. Instead of that, um, fallacy of like, it'll be a distraction. It's like, this is a time where I swear to fucking God, it'll probably help me get through this time. Actually, just having that, you know, conscious escape, not like pure escapism avoidance, you know, heightened. And it's like, I'm con, I know that. Um, consciously sort of stepping into this other world um, mm. and the guy who I got in touch with to get the, the console because I had I sold the first one it was this all happened in the last like 72 plus hours it's fucking nuts on my end man but uh, so again random eBay person was like yeah man I have to sell this PS5 because you know um, you know rent but I bought it originally for Elden Ring. Like, and it's like, <laughs> I know. And that's just a random guy on eBay. So I'm, I'm getting all kinds of signs of like finger on the pulse. Like we're, we're onto a genuine kind of, uh, you know, you don't want to jinx things, but we're onto a genuine sort of thing that's spilling out. Just like the, the PS5, it became a meme. It's like, where can I find this thing? This sort of, you know, golden, Will, Willy Wonka-esque golden ticket. And, um, and then I was fucking at this pawn shop or whatever, P-A-W-N, come on, clean up your minds come on people um and you know and then i'm just i just said the word elden ring and again our passerby was like oh elden ring i'm looking forward to that and it's like what is this 2002 where people were still talking to each other and not on their fucking phones with their headphones plugged in are we actually having this moment right now Uh, and it's like so it's gotten into that word of mouth kind of territory and dude you know what on our like sign off or whatever hopefully it's not the last time we get you on the whatever show man for sure like Boom. Yeah, yeah, hit me up. But for sure, but 
but as we tail things off, man, I, I just hope you have a great time, man. All nooked up there in your in your apartment, getting some fucking. Do you do you do the takeaway thing? Like you get like obviously like food. Is it is it insane the price for delivery there or what? Uh no. Well, okay. I don't really I don't really do. Uh yeah, delivery yes can be yeah. pretty insane. If you're for example a pizza or something like that, they'll it's like an insane delivery price on top of what you're paying. And you know you, because pizza pizza is not a native food here it's a specialty so you you know but uh so yeah no i don't i actually don't do the the actually i i eat out a lot or okay. you know here you can get food at the convenience oh man you know, I, convenience store with the and, and you and you're okay so it's, it, it's not the best food but it's mm. way better than you know it's a better standard here for sure I can yeah. dig it. Well, let's get you on at some point. Cause again, I'm sure people were like, well, but I want to hear about, but he came from Japan and the New York. So we can get that story at some point. If you ever want, we do have, we have sure, New York sure. and Japan. Yeah, it's, stuff, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a, it's a long winded story. I'll say that. Yeah. All right. That is what we call a teaser at the end. That's, that's your yeah, Marvel yeah. post credits. A, a lot of drama. All right, man. Well, hopefully uh, you're in a good place now, though. I think you are, man. I think, Jesus, I think I'm coming into the 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 Gobbly Prince story in a in a pretty. I mean, again, you know, like so much. Like, I, I mean, I'm, you see some of these comments have been like, "Fuck!" Like, a lot of love coming your way, and 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 that's a great. Again, it's never this thing of validation or whatever, but you know, when when it's given, like, definitely take it. Like, take it take it as um as it's offered, and it's it seems like there's just endless love for what you're doing. So keep doing what you're doing, man, and and great to meet you too. Yeah, you you as well. I will try. You know the. The From Software office is probably like ten minutes away from here. So, no. well, you just have to just. No. Write. No, I'll throw I a swear. rock at the window one day. <laughs> um, I'm down with here one, with yeah with one of your drawings, like like yeah like yeah, wrapped yeah, yeah. You're wrapped around yeah. No, man, you should definitely send. It. Give him fuck it. Just bring a print of Margaret the Fell to the office. Fuck it, right? Do it. <laughs> All right, that would be amazing. Yeah. Just be like, hey, um, you know, congratulations on the game coming out. And, yeah. and uh you know i reward and yeah. hire me like hire me what did i say that yeah. <laughs> all right man well yeah. giant whatever i just do the the zoom hug things it makes me super daggy but anyway have an amazing rest of the day and man chime back in maybe i know you're probably going to do the blackout thing i probably will as well so maybe in like a couple weeks we'll catch up and be like how the fuck was whoa you know and uh we'll maybe off, after we've rolled credits you know completed it both of us we'll, we'll catch up sure sounds all good, right man, man. Take it easy, man. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thanks. See you, See buddy. You. Bye. <laughs>